Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. When you love meat, you find a way to take it with you everywhere you go, especially when it comes to getting outdoors. That's why Smithfield has so many high-quality, delicious meats that are perfect for any outdoor adventure. Whether the park you're headed to is a national park or just the one down the street, like Smithfield marinated roasted garlic and cracked black pepper fresh pork tenderloin, expertly seasoned for on-the-go flavor, or prime fresh smoked ham that'll have you building on-the-go sandwiches packed with flavor. Smithfield Extra Meaty Back Ribs bring hand-selected perfection to the backyard, and Smithfield Anytime Favorites will help you take the ham you savor to the places you love. From diced ham that'll turn any picnic into an outdoor feast, to hickory smoked boneless ham steaks that are the perfect cap to any hike. The great outdoors just got greater with Smithfield. For the love of meat. everybody welcome to another episode of the nomad strength show we're doing some list radio today uh i get requests for top threes top fives top tens all those kind of lists all the time and so it's been a while since we've done one so i wanted to take today's solo show we do these shorter solo shows on thursdays if you haven't listened before and uh just cover small topics or things that it's just an individual topic that i'll cover and the things are usually i get questions about fairly frequently. And uh, so I'll just tackle those. But today I got a request for top three superheroes and villains. So I'm going to do both lists. I'm going to do six. There's going to be top three of each one. And I'm going to give you a brief breakdown of each. And we'll see if I can get some people riled up with who I leave off of lists and who should have been at the top because inevitably that will happen when I post this and I'll get all the heat and all the messages saying, well, how could you put this guy? And honestly, I don't care. It's my list. Uh, you're listening to my show, so I can make my list how I want. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I do like to hear what you guys' list would be, but I don't need to hear that my list is wrong, you know, because it's not. And if you disagree, then you're stupid because that's how arguing works now, right? So before we get into it, let's talk about following and subscribing because uh, it really does help the show get seen by more people, get heard by more people. And I know I've, I've you know, I beat a dead horse with this, uh, but it really does help. So if wherever you're listening, if you could just click follow or subscribe, whatever that button is on whatever platform you listen to, uh, it really does help the algorithms pump the show in front of new people on searches, on, uh, you know, what's new, all those kind of pages on the podcast platform. So it really does help. And it actually has helped quite a bit. Uh, there's been a massive amount of influx of listeners in the last probably six weeks would be the biggest block I've seen and since we started the show, which has been really cool. 
So uh, thank you for those that do that. Uh, I really appreciate it. And this has just been a fun thing for me. So I'm glad I can continue to do it. And uh, I, I appreciate all you guys listening. So thank you. So let's get into the list, shall we? Let's fire some people up. So I'm going to go three to one on each list. I'm going to start with heroes uh, because villains are more fun, in my opinion. So we're going to end with that. So number three on the list, I'm already going to have some questions about should they be included or not because technically they're not like what you would be considered the superhero realm, okay? But it is, you know, science fiction-y. It's in the same you know, type of movies, I guess you could say, but I'm going with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, The ultimate, ultimate display of the light side of the force. Don't care. I mean, Luke, sure. You know, all of these other Jedis that are awesome. Yoda, whatever. Obi-Wan is the ultimate good guy in those whole movies. And uh, I I honestly thought... If you watch the sequels, I'm going to spoil a lot of stuff for you here. So if you haven't watched them, uh, it's been a couple of years, so I don't feel bad about this anymore. Um, I thought that there was going to be a whole storyline in the new ones that Ray was actually going to be a Kenobi, and that would have been way cool. A lot cooler of a story than what ended up happening, by the way. Uh, she's not a Kenobi. Um, we don't need to get into that, but Obi-Wan is my favorite, and I'm really looking forward to the Obi-Wan series that's coming out on Disney Plus with Ewan McGregor. Uh, That should be a good time. So, Obi-Wan, number three. And you can see why I was hesitant on putting it. I mean, because Star Wars, you wouldn't necessarily consider superhero, right? But he's ultimate hero for me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. So, number two, Peter Parker himself, Spider-Man. Now, Spider-Man is one of the very first superheroes that I remember when I was growing up. And I think that's probably why I have a, such an attachment to him now. And I really was a fan of the Spider-Man movies. Uh, one of the, the very first superhero movie I ever saw in theaters was the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. And I remember it like it was yesterday. It was awesome. I was, I want to say nine or 10 years old, uh, when that movie came out, the first one came out and it was just like, a life-changing type of experience. Didn't think that that kind of stuff could exist in movies uh, yet. And so it was just awesome. And I loved all three of them. Even the third one, which I know isn't as good. Uh, it's still good. It's just not as good as the first two because the first two are masterpieces. Second one specifically. However, uh, I also love the Andrew Garfield ones. I love Tom Holland and the recent ones. And and if I can be honest, intro or Into the Spider-Verse, the animated one very well could be my favorite Spider-Man movie of all of them. It is amazing. So don't sleep on it because it's a cartoon. It is awesome movie. Um, and I'm, and in that vein, I'm really anxious and looking forward to see how they bring the multiverse thing into the new Spider-Man movie coming out, I believe later this year, I think December, I think is when it comes out. But, uh, and then, I don't do a ton of video games anymore at this point in my life. I do a little bit every once in a while. I'll go through phases. We'll play a few nights a week for, you know, 30 minutes or so, but not very often. Used to game hard when I was younger and in college and stuff. And the Spider-Man video games are some of the best superhero games that exist. And that's not a very, that's not a very difficult bar to, to, jump over because most superhero games are pretty terrible, but uh, the Spider-Man games rock. And so Spidey is number two on my list. And now 
Number one, uh, if you followed me for any amount of time recently, this shouldn't be really that much of a surprise to you, but The Dark Knight, Batman, Cape Crusader, number one, pretty easily, I should say. It's, re- it's really not that close. Uh, there's, I got asked why one time, and I'm not like, you know, some super in-depth Batman you know, like it consumes me kind of thing, but I just love the movies. I loved, I love the animated show from the nineties. Um, it's an awesome show. And even the animated movies that they come out with every couple of years are just like legitimately good movies. A lot of people can't get over the fact that they're animated or whatever, but they're really just well-written movies. And they're a lot darker than what you would assume would be the case for a cartoon, which is why I think a lot of people don't watch them is because like, oh, it's a cartoon. It's like a kid show. I'm like, well, these are actually probably quite a bit darker than even a lot of the, the live action Batman movies. Um, that being said, uh, I could say that Batman's probably my favorite because when I was younger, I remember thinking that he, he was the only one that seemed like other than the fact that, you know, he's a billionaire and well, I'll never be a billionaire in my life. Uh, he was the only one that seemed like that was attainable because he didn't have superpowers. He just had a ton of money. And, uh, you know, he trained hard and made himself huge and learned all these skills and uh, became a just a badass fighter guy and had all this cool stuff. And uh, he, But he was a, a, he was a human. He wasn't, you know, a superhero that was bitten by a radioactive spider or part alien or, you know, whatever he was. Uh, he was just a guy. And so that was always like way more attractive to me. Uh, and I thought that was way cooler. And then the Christopher Nolan trilogy are arguably, you know, I'm not going to clump them all together and say they're my favorite movie of all time, but the dark Knight is probably my top two favorite movies of all time, all categories. Uh, and there's some foreshadowing there in future list, uh, in future list talk. But that is some of the best cinema I think that exists in the last like 30 years is that trilogy. And uh, Batman is just awesome. And I'm going to, and this is where I'll, I'll cause some waves because I know that there's going to be these haters out here. I've said this before and it became reaffirmed to me after, uh, after the Snyder Cut came out. So if you haven't watched Snyder Cut, of Justice League, it's actually awesome. It was the movie that we all needed to get, you know, five years ago, however long ago it was. The The first one was, it, it's a totally different movie altogether. So I can I can definitively say that the first one was garbage compared to this one because it's not even the same movie. Uh, it's so much better, but I have, you know, I've been asked who's the best Batman, who's the, all this kind of stuff. I am going to cause some waves here because... I believe that Christian Bale is the best Batman. However, Ben Affleck is the best Bruce Wayne. And I just love that story of him as Bruce Wayne in that time of his life where he's, you know, if you if you read any of the comics, like Dark Knight Returns, the Frank Miller comic from the 80s, Batman is like older, he's retired. Uh, you know, in the, in the Justice League movie, he's not that old yet, but he's like, you know, he's older. He's in his late 40s. He's been doing the Batman thing for a long time and he's kind of weathered. And I just loved that storyline of older Batman just kind of being the old man that's still kicking everybody's butt. Uh, but you have to watch the Snyder Cut to appreciate Ben Affleck even more because he actually is really good. Uh, as much as he was, you know, uh, made fun of and everybody hated what he did with the Batman versus Superman, you know, 
parts of it weren't great, but the Snyder Cut movie absolutely changed my mind about him. So go watch that. So those are my top three superheroes. Now let's move on to the villains. We're going to stick with DC universe here for number three. Uh, and his name is pronounced differently depending on where you watch or if you read the books or what you're listening to. If you watch the Christopher Nolan trilogy, uh, his name is pronounced Raz Al Ghul. If you watch the Arrowverse and most of the rest of DC Universe stuff, it's Raish Al Ghul. Uh, he's the head of the League of League of Shadows in the tril- in the Christopher Nolan trilogy, but everywhere else it's the League of Assassins. Um, but I just love the character. He's he's awesome. Liam Neeson did an awesome job in the trilogy playing it. He's number three. Number two, we're going back out of the superhero universe and diving back into the Star Wars universe. I don't think you can have a a villain list and not include Darth Vader on it. So that's why he's going to be number two, because I just don't think there should be any kind of villain list that doesn't include Darth Vader. Um, Obviously a fan of the original trilogy. However, the scene in Rogue One at the end when he is boarding the cruiser trying to get the Death Star plans from Leia, which leads directly into the first original Star Wars movie at the opening scene. That that scene right there where he just mows through all those guys uh, as the badass Darth Vader that everybody has been wanting to see for 40 years, that is, I would say, the best Star single scene, the best single scene in all Star Wars history. Uh, because that's exactly what everybody wanted Darth Vader to be. But back in the 70s, you know, it was just the physicality and the choreography of stuff wasn't there. And we didn't, you know, he was kind of a big clunky guy. He wasn't this just crazy, strong, powerful fighter, uh, warrior type thing that he became known as, as we, you know, as George Lucas created the whole rest of the Star Wars universe. Um, however, that scene is unbelievable. I might tag it in the show notes of this episode. It's that good. Uh, and it's like a minute and a half long. And it's, I mean, the best 90 seconds of the, any Star Wars movie that exists, in my opinion. So Vader's number two, obviously the voice. It's uh, the iconic voice. There's, yeah, you just can't have a, a villain list and not have Darth Vader on it. So he's my number two. And then Number one, uh, some foreshadowing earlier if you didn't pick it up, but number one, and also if you know me at all, this is not going to be a surprise. Uh, the Joker is the best villain of all time. And uh, I told a story when I was on my buddy Logan Hanks's podcast, Living Fully Loaded. If you haven't listened to that episode with Logan, it was a really fun conversation. We talked a ton about movies. Um, so go check out his podcast. It's great. I was on it, I think, middle of July, something like that. I can't remember the exact date. I told a story uh, where I remember going to see The Dark Knight in theaters opening night. And I told it right when it was like the anniversary of the movie, come, like its release date. It was like July 17th or 18th or something like that when the movie came out. And I took my one of my best friends. Uh, I was friends with him and his sister. And I took his sister because it was their birthday. And I said, hey, we're going to go see The Dark Knight. And uh, she didn't really want to go. And I was like, no, it's your birthday present. Uh, she's like, well, I don't want to go. I'm like, well, okay, well, we'll just go anyways as my birthday present to you. So it was really just an excuse for me to go to the movie and I just didn't want to go by myself. Uh, and I'll tell you why I didn't want to go by myself because I would have literally been seen as an insane person had I been in the theater acting the way that I did by myself. I needed somebody else there with me. Uh, so she came with me uh, very, uh, you know, apprehensively, I guess you, I guess you could say. So we go in there 
And I'm the type of person that the villain has to be good. Otherwise, the whole movie sucks because then there's not a believable thing for the hero to really overcome if the villain's not in any way a good villain. I don't think that's that controversial of a statement. Uh, but I kind of get weird about how much I enjoy the villains. Uh, I just think that they're the whole good parts of all those movies. And so if you do the villain right, they should be like the best character in the movie. And I don't think it's much of a question that Heath Ledger was the best character in that entire movie. So we're sitting in the theater and the the whole scene where he comes in and does, where the mob is all sitting around the table and he comes in, he does that really slow laugh as he walks in and uh, he does the pencil trick, the magic trick scene, right? Jams the pencil on the table and then slams the dude's head through it onto the table. When that happened, there's audibly the gasps. Like, you know, it was packed theater. It was opening night of this movie. It's one of the super anticipated. Everybody already, you know, Heath had already been dead six months. So it was like, this is the big deal. And uh, there's the audible gasps in the theater. Like, people were like, oh, this is going to be a dark movie. Weren't really ready for this. Because it's like in the first 15 minutes of the movie. And uh, I am legitimately cackling, laughing during this part of the movie. Uh, audibly, out loud. And I got hit backhand right in the middle of my chest because she's like, what are you doing? Like, what is wrong with you? And I'm just laughing. I'm like, is this not amazing to anybody else? Like, he's amazing. And I was just, I was so excited that he was doing such a good job portraying my favorite character that I was just like giddy about it. And I was literally laughing. But the, the moment in time in which I was laughing at a time where a dude got a pencil jammed through his eye socket through the back of his head, people probably thought that I was somewhat of the Joker myself. And that would have been amplified 10 times had I been in that theater alone. So uh, I was really glad that she was there with me uh, because I seemed a little less like a crazy person than I inevitably would have had I been there by myself. Uh, but that whole, it, that whole character is, they've done such a good job with him in every iteration of it ever. And uh, to go back to the animated series, most people don't know, to tie in the Star Wars analogy, that Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker, is the voice of the Joker and has been for almost... He did it for like almost 30 years uh, in all the animated movies and the animated series. And his Joker voice and laugh... I put above anybody else's. And that's, you know, not to say it was the best single performance, but his voice and laugh, which are kind of like the iconic Joker things, Mark Hamill's are the best. So go listen to Mark Hamill do the Joker and you'll see what I'm talking about. But every iteration of it has been awesome. Uh, obviously with Jack Nicholson, Cesar Romero back in the 60s, uh, they all have their own way that they're awesome. And then uh, with Heath, with Mark, and then with Joaquin, even the Jared Leto one has some good spots to it. You know, the the uh, Suicide Squad movie wasn't great, but he was okay. He did some good things that were that were pretty good, very jokery. And then him and the Snyder Cut at the end of the movie is awesome. Again, go watch the Snyder Cut movie. So that is my top three list, heroes and villains. I want to hear what your guys' top three are. So when you're listening to this, go to my Instagram, at Coach Ross Hillier, find the post where this post of this episode is, and then let me know in the comments. Or you can message me on Instagram. Let me know what your top three are because I want to see. And then if you've got a compelling case as to why mine sucks, I want to hear it. Doesn't mean I'm going to agree with you at any capacity at all, but I want to hear it. So uh, that's all for today's episode. It was just a little fun list radio episode again. We'll do these, you know, 
it's, you know, fairly infrequently, but we'll do them every once in a while. So it was just kind of fun to break up the, the normal solo episodes with something like this. So uh, if you haven't done so, please go to nomad-strength.com, sign up for the newsletter. We got a lot of things happening this month in August. Uh, the Nomad Tribe community platform is launching at the end of this month on the 20th. Uh, if you want to be one of the first ones in there, get all the lowdown on that. Go to the website, nomad-strength.com. Put your email address and sign up for the newsletter. You'll be on the early wait list. You'll be the first ones to know uh, when it opens, what the deal is with it, what's going on, and be a part of something that is going to be really cool. So go do that. And then, uh, yeah, have a good weekend. And I'll catch you guys on Monday. 